To celebrate our 10,000th download, we thought this week we'd have a live show. So, um, uh, for, so thank you very much to those people who came, and uh, apologies to those who weren't invited. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rich and George. Hello there. <laughs> yes, yeah, okay. Calm down. Go, uh, hello. 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 Oh, no. Hello. A pair of pants just came on me. <laughs> hello, hello. Sir, so can you put those back on, please? Welcome to a very special edition of Rich and George's 15 Minutes of Shame. Yay! Thank you. Calm down, no, calm thank down. Thank you, thank calm you. Down. Just before we start, um, I just want to thank you all for having come. I mean, um, we, we personally invited um, about 200 of our top fans, the people who we really respect and like. And they only had to pay £20 a ticket. Well, well you know, we invited all all, the, all of the fans that we really like. We um, we invited to a special occasion where we put on food and drink. And it's just been a top night, hasn't it? We've really enjoyed ourselves. They're fantastic. It's been great to meet some of the common man. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we've, uh, we've mixed and mingled for the first couple of hours now. We've all sat down, and uh, just, just before we start, a bit of housekeeping. Um, we're not expecting any alarms, but if the fire alarm does go off, um, then uh, Rich is currently pointing to the exits, where yep. you can exit, and um, if you can all make sure you do so in an orderly fashion. Um, uh, also, can you turn your mobile phones off? Um, mobile phones off. Yes, yeah. it's an auditorium, and um, we're going to be discussing some very serious topics. Um, yeah, we do not want to be disturbed. For those people at home, um, uh, this is being recorded for a live studio audience, and um, I just want to thank you for having the time to basically listen in on us having a great time. Um, and hopefully next time you can join us. Yeah, huge apologies if you weren't invited this time, maybe you just weren't deemed just within the top 200. So anyway, uh, without... You, want, you, weren't, you weren't, weren't tweeting enough on Twitter. Exactly, that's, that's exactly. So without further ado, um, I think we should move on to, this has been uh, something which people have missed actually, so now that we're at the start of Series 6, can you believe it's Series 6? Series 6. Series and it's thanks to you guys out there. Oh, hey, uh, thank you. Give thank yourselves you. a round of applause. Another round of applause, go on. Good on you. We've decided to bring back our regular feature, Desert Island Discus. Exactly. It sounds a lot like discs, but just with an us at the end. Desert, Desert Island, Island Discus. Discus. Now, basically, Desert Island Discus is Richard's idea, so he can explain it. Um, well, I'm going to ask George the eight uh, top things that he would want to take with him onto a desert island that he would then, as soon as he landed, be forced to throw Discus-style directly into the sea. Mm. So, Mr Blackwell... It's over to you. You can ask me now, are you? Uh, well, I'm looking at you stalling. Well, I can't really in front of such a live audience who look like such a, a, a really handsome, Stop sucking up, beautiful, answer the fucking question. I'm just trying to buy a bit of time. Here. Yes, yes. Um, okay. Um, it's discus, not discuss. <laughs> oh, did you see that? Yeah. I thought it was just Desert yeah. Island. Discuss. <laughs> well, we just talked about islands that we Just like the Caribbean are awesome we should do desert island discs 
where we talk about the islands that we wish we were made of dessert that okay. we'd also listen to records on. Like Angel Delights. Yeah, like. oh my god, I love Angel Delights. Spotted Dick. You're stalling now. Yes, I am. Carry on. Um, discuss. Right. Okay. Discuss, discuss. I like it. Um, I think the first thing I'd take to throw discus style into the sea would be um, a discus. I think before I threw anything else in, I'd want to get some practice. And I think I'd start off with one of the female weighted ones to help get like a feel for it before I went for the more impressively weighted male one. So, um, so that takes up two. So you would you take two discai? Yeah. Two discuses. That's so, such a waste. Um, just think of all the other things you could throw into the sea. Yeah, just think of all the other <laughs> things I could immediately waste. Um, I think the next thing I would take to throw discus style into the sea would probably be um, a laptop. Yeah. Um, just so that I'd have a laptop to play with on the, on the plane. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, I suppose if you know you're going to crash, you might as well go out with a plane. I think um, next I'd take um, uh, something to throw discus style. Do I have to say a discus style? You don't have to say discus style each time, just please. Just trying please to please give me a bit more time. I think I would take um, a waterproof bag full of uh, tins <laughs> <laughs> and a satellite phone. That's, how many is that? And, how many is that? Given the expertise I'd already have garnered doing the other objects into the sea, I think on this occasion I'd probably just try a new technique, which might not throw it quite as far, but would um, try You'd and... You'd have to throw a discus star. I'd try and lob it a bit more. Just, um, yeah. You'd have to throw a discus star, and then if that didn't work, you'd have to throw a gangnam star. <laughs> which is a bit like discus star, but more gay and slanty-eyed. Ooh. I brought the tone down, didn't I? Whoa, do I, did I just get booed? You did just get booed. <laughs> Fuck off! There's, yeah, there's quite an Asian oh, audience in the crowd. Oh, they don't like it, they don't Ah, like bullshit. You. You're not getting your money back. And now a bit more from George. Thank you, thank you. You're lovely. Um, He's behind you. Oh, no, he isn't. That's not a sound effect I've got to put on. <laughs> Can you not download that? <laughs> Garage band slash panther. <laughs> anyway, um, what you what? I think it is on there. What I think, oh no, it's not. What I think you're missing is um, what you should probably do is you can throw a lot of things discus style, but some of the things you won't get as far with. So I would throw something like a um, an aeroplane. <laughs> I would try and throw that discus style. I may not get very far with it. It may not even go to the sea, but a Cessna. I would take it with me yeah. to attempt to throw discus style. <laughs> okay, well, as I've got, I think probably one or two items left. Then bridge to the mainland, which I'm, I always say. <laughs> I'm going to take your plane <laughs> away from me, which is an old tactic that you used to use a lot. <laughs> well, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take your discus throwing arm. <laughs> I'm going to take both your arms. That's what I'm going to throw into the sea. Oh no. Oh yeah, yeah. With, if you want to play hardball. I don't anymore. Okay. I don't really want to play this game. I want to just stay at home. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go to a desert island. <laughs> I don't want to be stranded. The idea of a desert island sounds nice, but it's a desert island. I'm ambivalent towards it, if I'm honest. <laughs> it rarely comes up in conversation. Yeah. 
Um, okay. Good. Glad we got that covered. So, um, so that is a regular feature. And next, we're coming on to management speak. I mean, Rich wanted to call it twats at work, so we might actually call it twats at work, just because <laughs> we'll get more heads. Yeah, I know. And loads of people that we work with, or used to work with, mm. will click on it, hoping... Hoping for some sort of snippet of them, them but wanting to be on it, but not wanting to be on it. Yeah, exactly. Or if they are on it, wanting to hear it, just to make sure. Yeah. And there'll be some people, I guarantee, like with a hair one, you know who you are, who's convinced that something I said was about them, and it wasn't whatsoever. Yeah. Um, don't worry, it was not your hair that I was talking about, and you know who you are. Um, right, so, uh, Rich, you seem keen to talk about Twitter work. I think this guy has something to do with fridges. Um, which was the... Fi- oh, no, that was... that. I think you talked about that. I think I've talked about that. I, my, in, terms I of, in terms of management speak, some of the most infuriating things, and, and it's been overdone by God knows how many comments, but it is true. And I know the a lot of... know the dandy. Well, they never stop talking about it, do they? The dandy has, because it doesn't exist. It does online. Yeah, that's... That was a management thing, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's a management decision. But my my experience multimedia is multimedia nodes. <laughs> is that what we are? Nodes. We're in multimedia mode. Um, we no, not we. Management um, speak is one of the frustrations that I think everyone goes through, and everyone thinks, oh no, no it's just overdone. It's, it's not as bad as it is. And, you know. People genuinely do speak like this. I, I worked with someone that actually used the phrase, you've really, really rearranged my mental furniture. Uh, As in, you've made me think differently. Just say think differently. She was the fucking head of communications for a law firm. It's Your job is to communicate in a really clear, concise, brief fashion. Uh, so that everyone understands in the simplest way possible. Creating some convoluted, fucking mind trip, artistic, pseudo, shitbag American turd word yeah. is just, is counterproductive and completely against Everything what, you stand for. Everything I am. Everything I am. I'm a plain talking man and let me tell you, I will blue sky anyone <laughs> in the arse. But, but, I, you know, I, I'm just as guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely am. When I started off, I, I was like, no, I'm not I'm not playing that game, I'm not playing that game. And then you do start to get sucked into it. Really? Yeah, my, my latest one is freedom in a framework. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> basically it means... Rules, but you can do whatever you want within my rules. Yeah, exactly. So you basically, you've got... Each manager has a certain level of, of autonomy, but... They have to do it within this specific frame framework of, of communication, and it's just it works because it ticks a lot of boxes when it comes to the people I speak to, and they end up then using it and go, "Well, do you know what? What Rich said is is exactly right about me." And all it is is I got it from an MD that I used to work for, and then oh, I've just recycled it. Awful. I'm a horrible human. See, I I, I am one of the twats at work. <laughs> well. I, um, but you didn't see that coming. Oh, no, to be honest. I was kind of wondering if you were going to bring it up on me. But, um, <laughs> so, um, so Can you imagine working with each other? <laughs> it would be awful, wouldn't it? Be such the, a fun, the fun's gone right out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I 
imagine if we did this for money. I'd, I'd turn up with absolutely nothing. <laughs> You'd be like, why are we splitting this 50-50? I do 90% of the fucking work. All you do is turn up. <laughs> well, I want to bring up something. I mean, this happened in the first job I had. I wasn't technically an employee that I was on a sort of placement. And you can't from, call you can't call being a rent boy. No, 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 no. It was I, I. I was employed by. It was a bit of a joke, really. I was employed by one company to be within the other company, right? But the but company A, who were my employers, had a headcount issue. So the recruitment agency who placed me there, they just said, "Oh well, look, why don't we pay him?" and you pay us for the service, so he's not technically an employee. So they were taking a cut of my pay, effectively. So the company who I was working for, in inverted commas... You were working for the agents. Well, actually, working, in inverted commas, for... Um, they were paying more money to the agency, who was taking a cut and then paying me what I was due. So they could have just paid me direct and saved money. Yeah. But anyway, um, so even before I had my first job, I thought, well, this is bollocks. But anyway, within the office where I was based, so I didn't work with them, so I was safe, but all the people who I was working with, there was like two or three loads of job cuts, and tranche after tranche they all sort of like left, you know, <laughs> not all of them, but there'd be like a fairly significant cut across the whole firm, but they weren't calling them job cuts, they were workforce adjustments, oh, God. and people would be called into meetings and told to their face after 15, 20 years worth of work, having to go home to their wife and kids and tell them what happened, they've been told to their face that they were being workforce adjusted. They've actually turned it into a... The term was Into adjusted. a verb. And I remember seeing Is one, that a verb? It is a verb, isn't it? Um, it's an action. I think it's a slap in the face with your cock. It's I, a, I saw a slap, that's what it felt like. So I remember one guy actually just sat there really upset and everyone said, what's wrong? And he said, I've been adjusted. And there was no sort of like, what do you mean? Oh yeah, it was actually the term that people use for you. It was lost a pseudonym for redundancy. You, yeah, you've been adjusted, and it made. I mean, I I thought it sounded like your pants didn't quite fit, and they've had to like just sort of like take them in a bit or something. But um, it's actually got worse because a company who I am aware of, and that's as far as I'm going to go has had a reorganisation of its resources. Let's just call it people who work there, right? Um, but the whole thing, to make it sound better, or at least to make it sound better up until the day where they tell you that you've lost your job, is it's called realising our vision. And realising our vision is to, is to have a new start for the company, Tick A, that, yeah, that's good. To cut costs, yeah, brilliant. Let's cut costs. That might save my job if we cut costs. And to be more efficient, yeah, 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 that's good. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. But actually, what that means is this ROV, which they talk about, basically means we're only a sack like a third of the people who were there. Realizing our vision. Yeah. Our vision. When you find out my vision. The, the, Which the isn't your vision. vision, and in my vision, you're not in it, mate. Realising, realising our vision, not yours. In brackets, in brackets, not the following people. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it would be it's, quite a long logo. Isn't that just a slap in the face? 
It's, that is when it realising our and this, is, and this is when actually it becomes beyond a joke. When someone just says something corporate bollocksy, and like I said, you know, the no iron team, you income, all that business. It's just it's a bit of silliness. It's just mm. someone being a bit of a dick and, and trying to wear the grabby pants when it comes to it. And I'm like I said, I'm it myself. When it comes to coming up with some jargony bollocks, when it's genuinely about someone's job. Like it's their career, it's their their ability to pay for their mortgage and their family and stuff like that. To actually then to use such a crass phrase as "I've been adjusted," realizing and, our vision and realizing our vision. What 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 do they do? They just go, um, "Yes, um, we've realized our vision. Um, unfortunately, you're not in it." Yeah. And, and do you reckon that was yours is a bit do hazy? Do you reckon that was the wording that they, or do you reckon they did have a crystal ball, and they just know. went, "I'm realising our vision. The future looks weak for you." Yeah, I I think it's literally so that no one can come back to them with a sort of uh, constructive dismissal case because when they go and tell whoever and say, "Oh, I want to," you know, "I want to do them because I've lost my job." In an unfair way, they say, right, okay. Um, did they pretend to consult about it? Yes, yes, they did. Okay, oh, that's one ticking box. Um, did they use like a bollocks term that was quite insulting? Yeah, they did. Oh, okay, that's fair play. Um, and um, did you still just lose your job? You haven't got a leg to stand yeah, on. Yeah, I haven't got a leg to stand on, so uh, yeah, cheers. I, actually, I mean, I don't know if this is a good forum in which to say something, I don't want to say any names involved or which com- company it was. I used to work for a company where I found out that I was for the chop on an email that I wasn't supposed to be able to read. <laughs> We've discussed this, haven't we? I, um, well, I mean, I'd heard stories. You're not, I told you about, you're not meant to just break into the MD's office. Which had happened previously within the same company where someone else had lost a job because they'd broken into files they weren't supposed to and like, hacked into parts of the computer system which they weren't supposed to and had lost their jobs. Again, there's no names, it doesn't matter, I can say what I want. Um, in fact, I'm probably making the whole thing up. Yeah. Um, and then... But Laugh. <laughs> yeah, you haven't laughed in a while. <laughs> I forgot. We got carried away, though. We didn't realise we were in front of a live audience. <laughs> um, and then they introduced this new computer. We should add some booze. Yeah. Well, I can pour you out another one if you want. Um, we had a new database installed, and the database had, had its own inbuilt email. And the email was about as effective as simply printing you out a little post-it which you had to write your notice on and then stick it in an envelope and send it off because <laughs> it was fucking pointless. The whole thing was fucking pointless. Anyway, um, it didn't work particularly well so we had to move from Outlook to that and once you clicked into the calendar, you could click into the calendar, you had access to everyone else's calendar as well. So that's like if we both worked there, I could look in your calendar and see when your meeting was and we could I could arrange a meeting around your calendar but unfortunately, the system didn't take into account the fact that every email that you sent was showing up on your calendar, which everyone else in the company had access to. And if you sent an email to boss A and boss B about getting rid of me, I could simply click into your calendar 
and see all the emails that you'd sent to them. And they were so technology savvy that they were, we even once saw an email from one manager to another saying, I've been told that possibly our emails aren't safe and anyone can read them, so let's take it all offline. And they did. And then one of the other managers hadn't heard all this. So manager C forwarded the whole email stream. stream to them and we got to see it. So I got to read the whole thing in which my name and the name of another lad were listed as like they've got to go because they're not doing any work. And then we just spent like the next two or three months just seeing when they were going to try and get rid of us. They gave us like a meeting where they said, right, things aren't good enough, you've got a month to turn this around. And then like within a week, they were already planning what to do next. Um, so uh, anyone who wants to hear the name of that company, just send a tweet tweet <laughs> to at Rich and George 15. I don't work there anymore. Um, and uh, the uh, CEO who was party to me leaving doesn't work there either. Doesn't he? No. <laughs> uh, woo! Yeah, we. So anyway, um, so uh, take care, everyone, and um, stay safe. It's been lovely having you all here. Thank yeah, thank you. Safe journeys home. Thank you for coming to our party. We hope next time that uh, you all come back as you're the real fans, all the ones that we invited personally. Yeah. Um, Maybe see a few of them in the bar later. Yeah, um, yeah. In fact. My car's behind the bar for another drink. Yeah, I mean, in fact, we're we're actually strangers to this area, so um, we were going to be getting a hotel. But if you guys are anyone willing to put us up for the night, we can probably have a few drinks and mm. see what happens. Okay, and I'd like to stay with Absolute some of the adults. Silence. No, no, no. I'd like to stay with some of the adults if that's okay. <laughs> well, I know what's going to happen. You're going to edit in some fucking kids' noises. <laughs> Spot on. Kids cheering. <laughs> Shit, man. Oh, a nice day for me. A nice day for me. <laughs> Take care, folks, and um, and uh, don't forget the single on the eighteenth uh, of March. Mm. A nice day, starring Rick. That's, That's all, all from, from us. us. We'll think of some more. 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 We're doing this and 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 more.